to the podcast on Matters That Matter by Srinivas Patil. Srinivas is a certified energy auditor with more than two decades of experience in plant utilities, EHS and project management. With his competency, knowledge and experience, Srinivas helps industries in providing sustainability solutions, facilities assessment and project management of greenfield projects. Hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Matters That Matter. In, in one of the previous episodes, I spoke about air treatment and touched upon the topic of moisture in compressed air. When we talk of air treatment, there are two aspects that are commonly referred. One is moisture and the other is contamination. In this episode, I will continue with the air treatment while elaborating on upon the contamination aspect. We know that air is used for a variety of applications. Clean and dry air is the basic requirement in all applications. It is critical for the process and beneficial from operating costs perspective. Dirt, water and oil entrained in the air will deposit on the inner surfaces of pipes and fittings, causing an increase in the pressure drop in the line. Now pressure drop is related to energy efficiency. The increase of moisture results in corrosion and the corrosion particles get into the stream. The purity of compressed air is largely impacted owing to these corrosion particles, dust, dirt and oil particles carry over. The primary function of the filtration system is to trap these elements in the early stage and protect the process or end application. Just imagine the adverse impact of contaminated air on applications like dentistry, food, automotive braking systems, fine instruments, surgical applications, surface technology, dairy, just to name a few. A deviation in air quality can cause major damage, thereby underlining the importance of filtration systems. Filters are installed at every stage of the compressed air process. The compressor has an intake filter so that it breathes in clean air. This filter protects the compressor from the ingress of foreign particles. Keeping the filter clean is also essential from energy efficiency perspective. A clogged filter will increase the power intake. Every 250 mm water column pressure drop across the inlet filter increases the power requirement by 2%. The air that is churned out from the compressor is hot dirty and wet. As the air flows through the piping, it may catch up more contaminants from the pipes. If this air enters the equipment or is directly used for any process, then it will cause damage. So there is a need to trap the contaminants. This is done by installing filters before equipment or the specific stage. There are different types of air treatment components for uh, removing contaminants such as solid particles, liquid water, water vapor, oil vapors, odor, and even bacteria and viruses. If they are not filtered out, trouble-free operation of the system components like valves and cylinders cannot be guaranteed in the long term. Poorly treated compressed air can contaminate control valves, can cause seals to deform and wear prematurely. 
Hence, appropriate compressed air treatment is essential for reducing machine downtime and for reducing maintenance and energy costs. The filter selection depends upon the nature and size of the contaminant particles. To help everyone communicate in the same language regarding air quality, international standard ISO 8573 was established in 2010 with definitions for compressed air quality. The air quality is defined with class ratings for three types of contaminants. Number one is the solid particles, the second is water condensate content and third is oil content. The classes range from 1 through 9 and X with lower numbers representing higher air purity. It specifies the maximum levels of contamination and particle sizes for the respective quality classes. The air quality class will help you identify what type of compressed air treatment is required. Normally, there are three types of filter mechanism. The first is direct interception, the second is inertial impaction and the third is diffusion. Now let's understand these mechanisms. Direct interception occurs when a particle collides with the fiber of the filter medium without deviating out of the streamline flow. So this happens on the surface of the filter element and is generally for the larger size particles that is over 3 mic 1 micron. In the inertial impaction, the particle that is traveling in the airstream cannot stay in the airstream streamline flow and collides with the fiber and sticks to it. This happens with particles in the range of 0.3 to 1 microns. And the diffusion occurs with the smallest particles. So it is below 0.3 microns. These particles tend to wander through the filter element within the airstream with increased probability of colliding with the filter fiber and adhering to it. So coarse or particulate filters have a pore size of 5 to 40 microns. The air flows pass through a centrifugal separator and then through the filter element. The filter elements are often a sintered material like polyethylene or bronze. Fine and microfilters remove particles smaller than 1 micron down to 0.01 microns. The air flow through the filter cartridges from inside to outside. The solid particles get stuck in the filter cartridge clogging it up. Fluid particles such as condensate or oil coalesce or attach to the larger droplets which flow off and are caught in the filter bowl. It is important to cascade your filters to avoid prematurely clogging the filter element. For example, 1 micron filtration is needed then it is recommended to use a 5 micron filter upstream so that the 1 micron filter does not become clogged with larger particles. Activated carbon filters bond hydrocarbon residue, odorants and oil vapors and sterile filters ensure that the air is free of germs. So once the appropriate filter type is selected, it is equally important to maintain it for the effective performance. To maintain efficient operation of filters, the filter elements need to be replaced periodically. The replacement frequency depends on variables like the quality of supply of air and the hours of operation of the machine. One approach could be to set a preventive maintenance schedule that replaces the filter element every six months. A more reliable method is to use differential pressure sensors, which measure the pressure drop between the filter supply and the output pressure. The pressure drop indicates when the filter is becoming clogged. These can be electrical sensors that send a signal to a PLC, 
which can then alert the operator or they can be visual indicators on the filter unit itself. For example, the indicator might show a green color when the filter is clean and a red color when the filter element is clogging up and needs to be replaced. We need to remember that whenever we add filter element in the stream, we are creating an additional resistance. Properly maintained filters offer least resistance to the flow and there is no appreciable pressure drop. So pay attention to the proper selection and maintenance of filters and don't forget air is free but compressed air is not. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. Do share your feedback with Srinivas Patil on Srinivas T. Patil at gmail.com. Thank you.